0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, October 15th. I'm Sarah Wright. Last week's approval of an industrial hemp pilot program has some cannabis farmers worried about the possibility of pollen drift, pesticides, and pests that specialize in cannabaceae. Last year, the Board of Supervisors adopted an urgency moratorium on growing hemp, effective until February 4th of next year. Last week, the board introduced and waived the first reading of an ordinance allowing five hemp-growing licenses per year for the next two years. No one will be allowed to grow hemp in Mendocino County without a license, and the property must be no smaller than 10 acres, in any zone that allows row and field crops. All the plants must be cloned females with no males allowed, and growers must submit to lab tests to make sure the plants do not exceed 3% THC. Monique Ramirez, representing the Covalo Cannabis Advocacy Group, worries that the new program will slight cannabis farmers like her. As a
1: personal cultivator myself, walking my own 2,500-square-foot garden to inspect in August to make sure that I don't have hermaphrodited parts on my plant take many, many, many hours. And so to think that an inspector can walk acres in a day and inspect thoroughly is kind of ridiculous. And we don't have our cannabis program figured out yet for all of the applicants that are waiting to get annual licenses. And our staff of this county needs to be dedicated to that program 100%. We've already identified that more staff is needed to tackle this. Um, Whether we go to a land use system or not, there's still going to be applications that have to be reviewed. And so to create another hemp or to create a hemp program right now amidst that struggle just seems like a slap in the face to all of us that are trying so hard to get our businesses off the ground. And we can say that hemp and cannabis are the same thing, except for a a difference in percentage of THC, then we need to lift all of the restrictions on zoning for cannabis cultivators. That is just totally not right. It doesn't make sense. 30
0: seconds? Supervisor Carrie Brown expressed her own support and brought some historical perspective to the agricultural controversy.
2: 30 years ago, it was the same controversy, organic growers versus conventional growers. Um, Hemp is classified as an ag crop. I know with uh, the legalization of cannabis, many vineyard owners were very worried about the drift and what would happen to the grapes in their vineyard. And the cannabis regulation with the entire public has been very controversial. And um, I just wanna remind the cannabis growers, um, there are a lot of complaints and still a lot of complaints about from the non-growing public about cannabis being grown too close to where they live.
0: Supervisor Ted Williams asked Agricultural Commissioner Jim Donnelly about a main concern brought up by Ramirez and the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance.
1: If if this passes today and we see um, cross-pollinization from hemp impacting cannabis farms, what do we do? What is the practical next step? Do we shut it down and what do we do with those cannabis farmers? I guess I'm, I'm worried about the potential here that one hemp project could jeopardize hundreds of cannabis farms. Does the county have any liability, and what, how do we what do we step in to do when that happens? I think it'd be very difficult to decide who would have the liability unless we could prove that there was male pollen flowers in there that coincided with the genetics on the new seed that was found in the in the cannabis.
0: The board agreed to introduce the ordinance and waive the first reading to add the Industrial Hemp Cultivation Pilot Program to the county code, with Supervisors Williams and John Haschak dissenting. This week, the board agreed unanimously to make administrative revisions to the manual for the Cannabis Local Equity Program grant, which must be dispersed by August of 2021. Last year, the county received a $2.2 million grant from the state to administer to cannabis growers who have been impacted by the war on drugs, but the state does not allow its funds to be used to provide preferential treatment based on race or ethnicity. While there was an attempt to use some grant funding to help create cooperative road associations, the new focus for the grant services had been divided into three sections. $700,000 for cannabis-related county fees, $1,096,000 for regulatory compliance, capital improvements, and workforce training, and $224,000 for business development assistance. 10% of the grant, or another $224,000, can be used for administrative costs. The county has put out a request for proposals from consultants for the job, and according to this week's presentation on the topic, the cannabis program has already hired an extra help analyst to assist in the administrative process with the selected contractor from the RFP process. This week as well as last week, a member of the public named David Ayster called in to ask about the appointment of Sheriff Matt Kendall, who replaced his predecessor, Tom Allman, after Allman retired last December.
1: Communicating to the public the legal workings of our government should be fundamental. Decisions that affect the change of the voter's choice of any elected official should be plainly and clearly explained. The public has a stake in these decisions, and the details should be described to us.
0: According to a resolution from last year's December 17th meeting, California Government Code Section 25304 provides that the County Board of Supervisors shall fill by appointment all vacancies that occur in any office filled by the appointment of the board and elective county officers, except judges of the Superior Court and supervisors. The appointee shall hold office for the unexpired term or until the first Monday after January 1, succeeding the next general election. The resolution also states that Kendall, who was under-sheriff at the time, is qualified to hold the office of Sheriff-Coroner under the requirements provided by California Government Code Section 24004.3. Kendall's term expires on January 2, 2023. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.